to Scratch. I'm Kyle Evans from Echo Bloom. Every two weeks on Scratch, we document the birth of a new Echo Bloom song, each of which was written in an hour. I call them hour songs. Think of it like a guided tour through a musician's audio sketchbook. It's messy, it's raw, some things work, and some things don't. Episode 31, Velvet Barracuda. I've noted before my combination love-hate relationship with Las Vegas. See episode one, Las Vegas. It's this place of bizarre extremes. The city itself, which is this ecological abomination, a glittering icon of excess in the middle of the desert. The tourists who infest the town daily, using it as some weird dystopian Disneyland of vice. And the locals who somehow ride the craziness out, meeting out little pieces of their humanity in daily increments to keep the visiting barbarians entertained. It's a stew of extremes that lack the capacity or the self-knowledge to realize the damage they're mutually causing each other, and it's one of the reasons it makes a great backdrop for songs. The character in this song, he's a voice I return to often. He's a combination of the worst parts of myself, overconfident, non-stylish, and generally dumb. And he fits in really well in Las Vegas. He's got a velvet-lined Plymouth Barracuda, and he's trawling the strip looking for a date for the evening. A mustache, leather boots, and starship rocking on the tape deck. Side note, have you heard the song Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now off the 1987 Starship record No Protection, and also the theme song to the Andrew McCarthy vehicle Mannequin? It came on the radio as I was writing this song, and it seemed like the kind of song the main character would love. The kind of line he would steal and attempt to use as an incredibly bad pickup line. Part 2, The Production I spent an evening messing around trying to generate as many ideas as I could, and that's where I came up with the main riff for this song, which sounded like this. Hey. Hey. It's nothing particularly special, but it had something to me. And I knew that if I paired it with an interesting lyric, I could give it some attitude. The call and response aspect on the initial recording made me think I could pursue a literal call and response, and that's where the idea of making the song basically a really elaborate pickup line started. And I still needed some kind of chorus for it, so I did a scratch recording and then started walking around with it, humming along, trying to sift out the melody. When I started to record, I recorded a temp guitar track and used that to block out the structure. It sounded like this. Then I added drums. 
and then I added bass. seeing this documentary about the Sex Pistols when they talked about the recording of Nevermind the Bollocks, where guitarist Steve Jones described how he laid additional guitar parts over those songs, but only at big climaxes. I had that in mind when I went to the chorus section here, which I made really huge with the addition of a second guitar, and a move down to a lower scale degree, and that sounds like this. For the vocals, I kind of got a little silly. I was trying to portray the main character of the song in as authentic a way possible, and this was what that felt like for me. Hey, maybe you and me could take our chances. Step into my velvet barracuda. Wanna take a ride with me? Part 3 for the nerds. One, DIing guitar is tricky. It's incredibly convenient, but also really easy to make the guitar sound unrealistic. One way I get around this is by the strategic use of pedals. On this song, I use the Simplifier pedal, which is a kind of amp in a box made by this Chilean company called Humboldt Electronics. It's way better than virtual amp simulations. And I put a transparent overdrive slash gain pedal in front of it, which is a Tim made by Tim Cochran. And I got all the guitar sounds on this song. Two. Another pedal used in this is the Beatronic Swarm pedal. It's a fuzz harmonizer, and it functionally mangles everything passed into it with this really beautiful high-gain sound. And I love it because the settings on the pedal are complete gibberish. They read Queen, Drone, Flight, and Sting. So you just have to mess around with it until you find a sound that you like. And that sound that I found on this song sounds like this. Last but not least, the chorus figure has an additional harmony line. Harmonizing with yourself is easy to get wrong. Multiple versions of your own voice can, to me, just sound weird and buzzy. And I get around this here by putting an altar boy on one of the tracks, which is a plugin that comes from Sound Toys. And that gives the two lines a really interesting feel. And here's what they sound like together. And I'll take the main vocal out halfway through so you can just hear the affected version. I got leather seats, power doors, and a starship tape to play. My man can get the two of us complimentary buffet. Part four, the future. What would I change about this song? 
I think it's a good fundamental idea, and with a little more time, could be great. Uh, the guitar solo here is pretty weak. The melody itself of the guitar solo isn't very interesting, and it's somewhat sloppily played. But it's a demo. What do you want? Also, the bridge lyrics are a little underwhelming. As much as I love the idea of quoting a Starship lyric in there, it's a little too skeletal to move the song in any interesting direction, and could use a second or maybe even a third pass. So, here's the final version of Velvet Barracuda. And if you like what you hear, there are all kinds of ways to support. The best thing you could possibly do for me is to send this to a friend or subscribe to our email list at echobloom.com scratch or give us a five-star review on iTunes or check out Echo Bloom's albums on Spotify or maybe even all of the above. The best thing you could possibly do for you is to write something of your own. Doodle on a cocktail napkin, sing in the shower, just create and enjoy. Thank you so much for listening. Thank mm-hmm. you.